I am unwilling to give up, that I will start over from scratch as many times as it takes to get where I want to be. I want to be. You just want to make sure you will get knocked down, but just make sure you don't get knocked out, knocked out. So your only choice should be go focus on what you can control, control, control. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Kara Golden Show. Join me each week for inspiring conversations with some of the world's greatest leaders, We'll talk with founders, entrepreneurs, CEOs, and really some of the most interesting people of our time. Can't wait to get started. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, everyone. It's Kara Golden from The Kara Golden Show, and I'm so thrilled to have my next guest here. We have Jesse Stanley, who is the co-founder of Charlotte's Web and also the CEO of Stanley Brothers USA. You may have seen a segment that uh, Sanjay Gupta did back in 2013. I certainly did. And it was such a great, great story where the Stanley brothers, uh, the brothers of Jesse, actually were interviewed by Sanjay Gupta when they featured the life-changing story of a brave little girl, Charlotte Figgy, who struggled with a catastrophic epilepsy. And the broadcast became the tipping point for thousands of medical refugees to move to Colorado to acquire the brothers tincture and Charlotte's story challenged public perception, changed laws, ignited research, and accelerated the CBD industry, both in the United States and frankly, across the world. As the world took notice, the company rapidly expanded and today, even in the crowded market of over 4,000 brands, Charlotte's Web is still the global leader in hemp-based CBD products. Jesse is clearly guided by the benefits of these functional plants to help those who want to gain health and and keep well and balance uh, driving their daily lives overall. He is also, as I mentioned, the CEO of Stanley Brothers, which is the Stanley Brothers USA, actually, which is the holding company for not only Charlotte's Web, but many other products. So I'm super excited to interview Jesse today, as I know he's taken this idea and created it into an created an incredible business out of it. So very excited. Oh, and by the way, uh, he also has a brand new partnership with Major League Baseball. So that is a major, major milestone for not only uh, his company, but also for Major League Baseball too. So I'm certain that there's going to be plenty of great stories and lessons. So without further ado, welcome, Jesse. Thank you so much for having me. That was a uh, really great introduction. And uh, you said the story really well. So um yeah, this this could be short. I don't know. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm uh, you know, when I'm passionate about my guests and what they're they're doing, I guess it it shows. So I mm. I love it. I think you've got an amazing story, amazing products, and a real purpose for doing what you do every single day. So uh, really, really terrific. So I want to get into. So there's seven brothers uh, and uh, three sisters. Is that right? Four sisters. Four, four sisters. sisters. Yeah. Wow. 11, 11, 11 of us total. Holy moly. I yeah, mean, I <laughs> that is, yeah. that's wild. So, uh, but the seven brothers decided to come together uh, to start to start Charlotte's Web mm-hmm. and using the power of science, nature, 
uh, and curiosity, I guess. So tell me a little bit more of how this all came about. Well, I mean, the science to nature and curiosity. Curiosity was, you know, we killed a cat, as they say, but that was kind of came natural to us. Um, you know, the brothers didn't come together. We've always just been really close. Um, we were raised by a single mom. Uh, my dad left whenever my youngest sister was born. So we've always really been a strong team. We had to, to, to bind, you know, my mom worked four jobs and, uh, it was really hard, you know, to, to obviously, you know, living in America where the costs are extremely high and, um, having a couple kids is difficult enough, but having 11, uh, added those challenges. So if we didn't join together at a young age and become, you know, best friends and, and, and confidants, it would have been really difficult for my mom to keep it together. So us coming together just made sense. We had worked together in the past, whether it was throwing papers, uh, you know, paper routes as kids or, um, playing on basketball teams together. Um, we've always been very close. So I guess it was 2008, a little bit before when my brother, older brother, Joel, we're all J's by the way. So anybody listening, if we go through them and you hear a J name, I am Jesse, but if you misconfuse who's on, I don't blame you. So, um, <laughs> but Joel asked us brothers if it was something we were interested in. And at that time, it was medical marijuana only. And how often have you thought about learning a new language only to be stopped by that memory of yours from the last time you tried to learn a language when it didn't go so well? Okay, maybe it wasn't a language that you were interested in learning, or perhaps all those poorly written textbooks in your sixth grade class weren't that well written after all. I have a great tip for you. It's called Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program around, available on desktop or app, no matter where you choose to learn it or what platform you choose to learn on, Rosetta Stone works and it truly immerses you in the language you choose to learn quicker and easier than you ever imagined to. Maybe you're getting ready to travel abroad this summer and you want to learn a bit of Portuguese, let's say, before your trip. Rosetta Stone can help. I know this firsthand as I did just this before traveling to Portugal last year. I learned Portuguese through Rosetta Stone, and by doing so, I not only got a better grasp of the spoken language of Portugal, but it got me very excited for the trip itself before I went. They even have a true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation as you are learning, too. They've got you covered. Rosetta Stone's trusted experts are the real deal. They've been helping people just like you for over 30 years helping millions of people to learn Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish, and my favorite, Portuguese. The lessons are five to 10 minutes long and include practical exercises so that you can pick up the language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. No English translations either, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in the language you are focused on, helping you get the long, term retention you are looking for. And who wouldn't want that? Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, the Kara Golden Show listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, today. 
in today's world, which I will admit can at times seem filled with too much of the wrong information, it's essential to find a good source that truly gets to the heart of what I want to know. I am super excited about our next sponsor as I've been a big fan of their content for some time now. That sponsor is the Washington Post. Their depth on topics from business to tech isn't just impressive, it's essential reading for me. Whether I'm catching up on the latest tech trends or understanding how the day's news truly impacts my family, the Washington Post is my trusted source. Let's talk specifics. Their business and tech coverage, absolutely top-notch. Just imagine having the most insightful articles at your fingertips, including the unparalleled AI reporting from Drew Harwell or the pulse on tech and online culture from Taylor Lorenz. And the best part? You can listen to articles just like you listen to this podcast, making it perfect for your busy lifestyle. I was just reading an article from one of my favorite Washington Post writers, Frances Stead Sellers. She covers entrepreneurs like myself, but also covers other interesting topics, including health, as well as some very interesting books. I also love getting their For You newsletter, which is their roundup of stories tailored just for my interests, right in my inbox every evening. The Washington Post app is super well done, I think, and makes it incredibly easy to stay up to date and follow my favorite journalists on the go. And if you ever thought that the Washington Post is just about politics, think again. They cover everything under the sun, from climate and culture to crosswords and cooking, providing a world of surprising stories and vital insights. Okay, enough of the love fest that I have for the Washington Post. Here's the deal. Being a listener of The Kara Golden Show has its benefits, and this one is too good to miss. Now is the time to sign up for The Washington Post. Go to WashingtonPost.com slash Kara Golden to subscribe for just 50 cents per week for your first year. That's 80% off their typical offer. So this is truly a steal. Once again, that's WashingtonPost.com backslash Kara Golden to subscribe for just 50 cents per week for your first year. I grew up in a pretty Christian home, so I wasn't really against cannabis, um, but the idea of medical cannabis, the, 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 you know, that to me was like, sure, Joel, whatever. Um, <laughs> but he did his research and, and really that opened all of our eyes and gave us like, all right, yeah, this is something we can get behind. And, um, you know, at the time we didn't know what CBD was. Nobody really did know what it was. So that hadn't really been introduced to us for, wouldn't be introduced to us for a couple of years. And at that point we were really just working with people that had cancer, um, and we're dealing with the adverse effects of chemotherapy or radiation, loss of taste, loss of sleep. Um, and, uh, that was really what got us propelled into the cannabis industry and really sparked the curiosity beyond cannabis into other plants. So there wasn't a specific person that you knew that you wanted to grow it for? You there actually was, interestingly enough. My uncle Ron had been diagnosed and he had stage four cancer and they'd given him months to live. And I grew up with Ron, um, you know, seeing him three, four times a year. When we moved to Colorado, we saw him a little bit more because he lived in Southern Colorado. But um, it was really maybe one of the second people in my life that had 
you know, had cancer, we had been relatively lucky. Most people, unfortunately, know somebody uh, that has passed away from cancer. But in my family, it was one of the, the first um, instances. And so it hit us pretty hard. And he was our first, quote unquote, patient. And so we actually bought our first pound of, of cannabis. Uh, it's amazing how much we bought it for back then. I could I could say the price; it may not be relevant to people, but those in the industry. I would, well, then. how much was it? I'd be I'd so back then we bought bought a pound for forty four hundred dollars, and today masks grow. I mean, you could buy it for five hundred in some states less uh, during harvest. So it, that's a considerable change. But we interesting. We turned that into uh, an oil. The concentrated oil gave it to him. And, and what was amazing, I think what helped us even jump deeper in is it really worked. Um, he, he gained a lot of weight, slept better. And actually that three months turned into a little over a year. Um, he ended, ended up passing away. But in that time, there was a quality of life that you were able to see. His daughter had it, had a, had a, his first grandchild, which he got to experience. He wouldn't have gotten to experience that without this. I don't think, um, and then, you know, because of how many siblings there are, there's so many of us, we cast a pretty wide net. And when we told that story, that started going out. And so pretty soon, you know, it wasn't just random people that had MS or cancer, these things. It was our friends, their grandmothers and their aunts and uncles and moms and, and parents and stuff. So that started building. And then Colorado at the time was medical only. And so we started building a vertically integrated business where we would grow it. Um, build a grow and then have a dispensary. And they called us at the time, the Robin hoods of marijuana, because we, we gave oil, the, the medicine away to, uh, patients for free at the time because it, it was expensive. And, you know, we always wanted to have a philanthropic aspect of our business and, uh, you know, it changed the world, so to speak from our eyes, because we really saw someone's life get changed in my uncle Ron. We're like, all right, this can change the world. So that was kind of our mission uh, was to to heal people while selling cannabis to the medical people that did have ailments, but some of them just stub toes and back pain so they could get access to cannabis. So lots of confusion around the CBD industry. It's getting better, but there's still uh, quite a bit of education uh, that needs to be done. In order to scale, though, you know, you do need to educate those people, um, more and more people, and it just takes time. As you and I were talking before the podcast started, um, a little bit different, but we definitely had to talk to a lot of people about what is unsweetened flavored water because no one was yeah. doing what we were doing when we started our category within the beverage industry. But can you share the difference between marijuana, hemp, and mm -hmm. CBD, and what what is uh, you know what what are sort of the the uh, main points of, of each of them? I guess. Yeah. Well, there is no the the only difference in CBD and THC specifically is a very small molecule. They're actually very similar from a from a uh, chemistry standpoint. Um, the effects, however, are very different. Um, CBD and THC are probably the most prominent, not probably, definitely the most prominent molecules in cannabis to be classified as marijuana. The only thing it needs to be is higher than 0.3% THC. It's all. It's still hemp, still cannabis, but the name of them and how we would call them that would be just how much the quantity of THC is in there. CBD, um, 
has been around for just as long, just relatively unknown, because whenever we made cannabis illegal, obviously when you make things illegal, people, you know, in the black market, they breed it higher to get higher contents of that because that's what people were purchasing for. So um CBD stands for cannabidiol. Um and it is uh similar effects to THC minus the one big one, which is the euphoric aspect. It doesn't doesn't get you high. Uh, which was very important for us. As I told you in that time, we were dealing with elderly people that maybe didn't want to try THC to, to battle their ailments. And certainly a little girl with epilepsy um, wouldn't have probably gone as well if we were getting her quote unquote stoned. Um, so the fact that CBD had a non-euphoric effect was, was huge and fate, the universe, God, whatever you believe in. I think that the stars aligned with that for Charlotte Figgy to change the world and to be in, in, and to have actually a category. I mean, Charlotte and my brothers really did create a category and that's, it's, it's exciting to talk about. It's unique to talk about, but with that, as you said, comes the, 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 the need to educate. You have to have a voice in the space. And as the the pioneers and as the uh the leader of the category we feel like uh you know we have to educate people correctly our content needs to be right the story needs to be told more and why coming on podcasts such as yours is very important for listeners to hear you know from the from the guys that started it um firsthand of what it is so charlotte figgy how did she end up uh coming to you can you share a little bit Mm -hmm. more about the story for those who might not have heard it before yeah, so Charlotte's mom, Paige, uh, like a sister us, and the, the Figgy family is an extension of our family that uh, continues to grow. But Paige had done a lot of research uh, um, back early when we had started, before we had met them, on the potential of CBD um, as it related to epilepsy. Um, and interestingly enough, there have been studies done uh, on this in the past. Um so the the information was out there she just had to search it so she found us because of that network of people that we had uh that we had grown uh for cbd was not something that we'd started for epilepsy it started for people that had cancer that didn't want to have the euphoria didn't want the high because they had to take so much of it they wanted the anti-inflammation and the potential uh beneficial properties of cbd without that high so she found us um at the time obviously it wasn't called charlotte's web we called it the future um the plant was actually called the future and she talked my older brother joel into giving charlotte who at the time was five um her first dose of what is now known as charlotte's web and in that time she went you know it's important to know that charlotte suffered from a very rare form of uh, epilepsy called gervais syndrome she had over 300 seizures a week, and I mean serious seizures. Um, and the doctors had sent her mom home, Paige, on a do not resuscitate. She had failed all pharmaceutical drugs, those approved for epilepsy, those not approved, some only approved for veterinary cases. She would failed all of them. So the doctors basically told her mom, take her home and, and let her pass. Um, and that's when she found us. And so she took our, our product, and she went a week free without a seizure, which is incredible obviously um it's important to know that in that 
there are things called honeymoon phases with drugs or, or products where it works for a little bit and then it stops working because your body, the disease ends up, you know, beating that. Mm-hmm. In this case, she took it again, another week. And so we knew we were onto something and Sanjay Gupta, who you referenced, did an expose on it. Um, and when that happened, our company exploded. Uh, people started moving to Colorado because it was only legal in certain states. Hemp, which America imported more hemp than anywhere in the world and still does. Mm-hmm. It was illegal. It was illegal to cultivate in the U.S. up until 2014, which is insane. It's utterly insane. But um, he helped steer that conversation. And, and the story of a little girl uh, changed the minds and the hearts of Americans in the world. And it's why we see such so much movement in cannabis, whether it be CBD or THC, in the plant world, in my opinion. So um, Sanjay, we attribute as our first CMO, um, and we joke <laughs> about that that often. What a, what a powerful voice to have for your, uh, your yourselves as a company. That's incredible. So you started out for medical use, and then you obviously grew uh, from there actually selling the product. What was the mm-hmm. point when you decided that it's time to go big with mm-hmm. what you're doing and bring it to more people than uh, just people that were using it for medical use? That's a great question, actually. Uh, I don't get asked that that often, but it's a, such a big part of the story. So people were moving to Colorado. And to access this this product. And the problem with that is that most people that were moving had little children that had very rare forms of, of epilepsy or autism or these other, other disease states. So they're moving to Colorado to access because we could not ship it. We couldn't ship it. Um, and we're the only ones that had the genetic. And that was important for us to maintain the quality. Um, and not just hand this out so that people can, you know, not make it the way that we do and so on and so forth, which is very important from, from a product that helped a little girl. You do not want that to change. If this is what works, this is, you do not want to deviate from that. So these families started moving to Colorado. They called them refugees, medical marijuana refugees, cannabis refugees, uh, which is really sad that in America of all places that that had to happen. But it's a part of what created the story. And so people started moving into my brothers and I, and I attribute the success to this companies to my brothers for sure. I mean, their work ethic and what they did to do this is um, if people really got into the weeds, no pun intended, would see some remarkable men that I get to stand side by side. So I want to make sure I, I shout that out to them. Um, but what happened was we decided that we were going to ship. We were like, you know what, these, these families need to, these families with these, they need their support systems. They need their family. They need the people that they left that helped them. And in a beautiful way, they came to Colorado and created this beautiful um, network of a group that took care of, care of each other, but they're still without their family and the help. And, you know, some of them built homes that had, you know, special access and, and were built for their children. So leaving was difficult and a lot of those families actually helped us grow they came out and they helped us hand plant because nobody had ever done this nobody had ever cultivated hemp the way that we had which was not industrial we had to do it by hand and we planted in acres and acres and acres in eastern colorado and a lot of the families i remember the dads knees in the dirt hands in the dirt hand planting these plants that would later revolutionize what the cbd industry is today so uh, 
that little girl and many, many other other children uh, launched what we have today. And it's not perfect by any means. It, it'll get there as education comes, the FDA uh, steps up and and further regulates this. But I mean, when I get to tell the story, I, I, I am moved somewhat to tears because of how personal it is and how powerful not just my brothers, but the families that came that helped make this accessible for so many people that many don't know the story, but those that have some debilitating disease in some state where they never would have legalized cannabis. It's legalized today because of that little girl and, and the family story. So it's pretty, pretty awesome. So obviously you've been, you were, I guess, the first really to, mm-hmm. to bring this to market and you're still the market leader. There's lots of competition out there. As I always uh, share with people, you know, we've had competition as well um, over the years. And, uh, but, you know, competition can actually be a good thing because when more and more people are uh, becoming aware and there's marketing dollars going towards CBD, it it just kind of helps you get the word out about what you're doing. But what are what are the legal issues still that are kind of a pain and are a challenge? Yeah, I remember to your point, I remember when other people started getting into this. I'm like, these people don't have CBD. What the hell is wrong with them? You know, like, and my brother mentioned, he's like, Jesse, high tide floats all ships, mm-hmm. um, which is important for people to get in and educate them. The problem was, is that not many people knew what it was. So they would get hemp oil or other things and I don't want to confuse people and it wouldn't even have CBD in it. And that's kind of the problems we're dealing with today. But I think the challenges that we had was educating not just people, the consumers, but educating, you know, the places where you could spend advertising dollars, whether that be radio, podcast, you know, digital assets, digital media, like all of these things just were slam door in our face. So I go back to that important thing. And for any entrepreneur listening out there, like you got to get gritty. You got to, you got to, you got to figure out how to do it. And if you believe in your product, which is why you should be doing what you're doing, not just for money. Um, But if you believe in your product, you know, we were very lucky in having Sanjay Gupta, but word of mouth was everything. Mm -hmm. Parents talking about this. Hey, did you hear about this? Did you hear about this? And it spread and it spread. And we went out and we, you know, we're on the road tirelessly talking about this and, and going to the Expo West and, and trying to get invitations there and meeting with medical professionals and talking about it. So it was, uh, for us, the challenges were immense. Today, they've dropped a little bit. Um, recently, I believe Twitter announced that you can shop, uh, you know, put your shopping cart on your tweets and stuff like that, which wasn't available. You could obviously have a Twitter account, but you couldn't put a link to buy um instagram and some of these others digital ads are starting to open up for people um then it's navigating that how do you target the audience what is the right audience um so for us it's been story you know we've really tried to to create as much stories i think people love to be educated they may not want to be told what 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 but a story does a really good job of that and so um things like major league baseball partnership very important to us that actually you know, reach out of maybe what people use CBD for normally. And now we're hitting athletes and, and not just professional athletes, but those that go to the gym and the, the, the weekend warriors that run on a treadmill or run outside. So, 
um, for us, it's always trying to find creative ways to tell a story and interact with people so that we can educate people. So I want to talk about uh, Major League Baseball in a second, but I, so in terms of like legalities, like, so you can, you can ship across state lines. That's not an issue. Yeah. So the farm bill created the ability to ship across state lines again, uh, being that it classifies as hemp, which all of our products do. Um, And that really, that was that was really what set our company off. I mean, obviously it would be very difficult to operate a company just out of Colorado. Um, but we started growing in Kentucky, growing in Oregon. So manufacturing in different places, trying to perfect the product. It's, it's, it's important to know from our product so that people out there that may not know anything about CBD, like what questions to ask, what, you know, if I'm going to try CBD, what, 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 what do I, what do I ask for? You know, and I can only speak to our product. Uh, we're vertically integrated. We we control it from what we call seed to health. That means we don't buy it from some other person that grew it, and we don't know what the genetics are or any of that. We grow it ourselves. Uh, we test it, uh, you know, over you know fifty times from one product to batch. We can literally on a lot of a bottle, whatever you get, gummy bottle, we could go to that specific crop site and know when we watered it and when we put uh, nutrients or whatever it is we did on it. So we're very, very um, dialed in as it becomes mm-hmm. to that. And I think that's important for people to know where it comes from, how you source. That's across the board, as you know, uh, in totally. any dietary supplement, how you source in, is is so very important. And I think that's the ne- next topic. Um, but, you know, for us, it's, it, the legality part of it's great. What we need is um, maybe further uh, further approval from the FDA just to um, to regulate. Regulation will allow us to get rid of some of the bad players, the people that are in it fly by night that just want to make a quick buck, mm-hmm. um, and it'll allow us to to open you know more channels. Um, Currently, we're you know we battle the not in big box, so Whole Foods and and Costco's and Targets and all these big big places. They're not really carrying CBD products until the FDA makes that decision. So most of our business is direct or direct to consumer. Um, so the industry is still growing, um, and those are some of the le- those are still some of the legal challenges that we deal with. That's interesting. I thought that. Uh- I thought Whole Foods was carrying like CBD waters and I don't, some of those no. interesting. So it's, in, it's interesting They carry brand. So the way brands have done it is, and we don't really do this because we want to work with the FDA. We don't want to, mm-hmm. you know, push sure. and poke the bear, so to speak. But the way some have done it is they create a brand, they put CBD in it and then they gain notoriety and then they go to whole foods whole Foods says we're not going to take that so they sell the non-cbd version of it there in whole foods and then they sell their cbd version online direct to consumer and i won't name some of the brands but um you know we're looking at the, the beverage space for sure um looking at new ways to innovate um but what we really want is that gold standard of uh, a new dietary ingredient from the FDA to regulate so that we can go in and be really strong partners with Whole Foods, not just yeah. people that pay money to be in there. We want them to come to us and be like, you guys are the first, you're the best, you're the biggest, we want you in here. So those are the relationships that we want to build. 
long lasting relationships, not fly by night, um, type of type of relationships, which can be very damaging in the, especially in the dietary supplement, uh, space. Do you think they're close, uh, to where do you think it is with the FDA at the stage? Um, I mean, I do think they're close. I think, you know, for the listeners out there, I think reaching out to your, your elected officials and putting pressure on them, it is very important. Um, states want uh regu- this to be regulated they don't want the bad players in this so they're 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 asking congress they're asking them to regulate it and if they don't then they're going to regulate themselves and that could be that that can be very difficult it can be difficult for companies like ourselves but going back to it, it could be really difficult for the people that rely on these products because they can't move back to colorado you know like they've done that once they don't need to do it again and and we, as a as a country, need to move forward and, and progress in time. And we've done a lot of regressing uh, through the last couple of years. And um, we need to we need to progress. So people need to know the power of their voices. Going back to the the grassroots story and the ability to change the world just from a story. Uh, so our voices do matter. And and I don't want to turn this into political or anything, but it is very important that people educate themselves on that. Yeah, no, absolutely, and and it's uh, as I always said to consumers, the uh, the stores and uh, the politicians listen to them more than you, mm-hmm. especially when you're selling something. It's it's a uh, it's a really really important thing for people to pay attention to. So, uh, CBD has become known for helping athletes. I know I've uh, had it in in uh, different um, creams for different muscle joints and and um, mm-hmm. lots of different things uh, after a good hike or a run. Where, what are you hearing from consumers and how they're using it? And I guess you can also mm-hmm. jump into the Major League Baseball. Uh, they obviously yeah. took took note of it and, uh, and you have a great partnership there now. So maybe both of those things. Thank you. We're very proud of it. We're very excited. It's the first of its kind. Uh, actually, I think we were nominated for Sports Business, uh, Sports Business Journal um, Deal of the Year, uh, News Story of the Year in sports, which is really cool. You know, not to get too much into the science of it, uh, but you know, everybody, uh, all mammals have an endocannabinoid system. It's a relatively new discovery in in modern science and Western medicine and. The endocannabinoid system regulates the regulators. It's kind of, it hits a lot of our different systems, which is why it works for so many different things. And a lot of people cry snake oil because it does help so many different things. But, you know, inflammation is probably the largest culprit of most diseases that we have. And probably is not the word. Definitely is the word. Um, So CBD showing the promise to reduce inflammation has been very very, very big, not just in the communities that we've been talking about before, but in the communities of people that are the weekend warriors, the the, the guys that work out, whether that you're a professional athlete or you're someone that hits the gym three times a week or you're someone that goes on a long walk. Like the inflammation afterwards, especially as we get older, can be crippling and keep us from doing what we love to do, which is being healthy. So CBD uh, has caught the attention of a lot of athletes. A lot of athletes have been taking it. Um, some for sleep, some for pain. Well, Major League Baseball is being such a great partnership. They've been looking at this for quite some time because they want to provide what is best for their athletes. And they're not just going to choose any fly-by-night company. That's not what they wanted to do. They wanted the gold standard, the best company, and a company that go could go through the process of NSF certification. 
NSF certification is very important for MLB or any professional athlete, really any organization, because it ensures that their that their athletes are not getting any banned substances. Because as a professional athlete, their body is their is their money maker. It's their salary. If they're not playing because they take a substance that's banned, which we've seen in baseball, then uh, baseball is not going to allow that product. So we went through that process relatively relatively smoothly because of the standardization of our product and all the studies that we've done on our product through the years that we demanded of ourselves because of who was taking our products like little charlotte figgy so when we met major league baseball uh it was a match made in heaven um good education platform fantastic group uh forward thinking and i've been able to chat with a lot of athletes uh baseball players football players and why they take cbd so we're learning from them uh, how to perfect our product, how to make better products. So in the upcoming years, we're hoping to create form factors in our in our product line that athletes are more, you know, going to grab, whether that be a beverage or a mix-in powder or a roll-on stick. Um, but what we're focusing on is everybody, everybody listening to this podcast, is, especially right now, if, I mean, the way the world is. And I mean, you can look at whether it's the stock market, jobs report, inflation, whatever, there's anxiety, there's depression, there's there's constant stress upon us uh, today. To simplify that, the game played right here, six inches between the ears is the most important game that anybody plays any day, whether you're hitting 450 foot home runs, or you're running two miles, or you're walking a, walking a mile, or you're walking 100 yards. Like having having prepped for that focus that beats the everyday anxieties of life is very important. And that's where we hope to, to target and hit that audience. That's amazing. So being an entrepreneur is super tough. Uh, no matter what industry you're in, I'm sure you've learned so much. And and not only about uh, your industry, but also uh, just being an entrepreneur overall. What What's been probably the most... Uh, surprising or challenging aspect mm. of of running this company. Uh, I mean, being an entrepreneur. Kudos to anybody that's on there. Obviously, you have a lot of listeners that are. Keep it up. Um, we need them. Um, I would say the most the the most rewarding thing is bringing something to life um, that is your vision, is your dream. Uh, that obviously for us, like creating a a profitable business and a good business that actually helps people is like a massive bonus and not many people get to get to stake that so that's uh, obviously a huge accomplishment i think one of the my advice to people out there is whether you make it big or not um many people will tell you what to do next they will advise you on how to take money how to grow your business and all these other things if you started the company for the right reason in the product nobody cares about it more than you nobody and my big thing would be trust yourself as far as you can and take yourself. You don't need to go out and and think about hiring, you know, ex CEOs from these Fortune 500 companies that think they might know it better. There will be a time potentially for that as you grow where you need to, you do, you need to grow. You need to go into the next level. Don't do it premature. Um, you know, trust yourself. This is your baby. And I always kind of connotate it to I would never give my baby to a stranger ever so um if i had a baby i don't have a baby but that is probably the most important thing is trust yourself and grow this as best as you can until those problems arise when those problems do arise 
there are answers for them out there and you can reach out. But if you do it prematurely, nobody is going to care about your company the way that you do. And if you do it prematurely, you can go through some serious growing pain. Absolutely. I I think that that is uh, incredible advice for sure. So if people are going to your website and trying your products, uh, what what's the first thing that people should, if people want to try it, uh, is which product would you suggest? You know, I think it depends on what you're looking for. Um, we rolled out gummies a few years back. Those have <laughs> far surpassed uh, in sales. Probably our sleep gummy is the number one sell that we have. People swear by them. I get constant athletes reaching out to me about them. If you're looking for something that maybe to treat something a little more severe, the original formula is obviously what it has not changed from when Charlotte took that. Um, it's the most concentrated form of our product and probably the best bang for your buck. Uh, it is a tincture. Um, but we have a, a lot of different products. We have a topical line that's very good for people that are dealing with uh, whether it's you know topical joint pain, arthritis, or other things like that. Um, but those sleep gummies are probably the the ones that people rave about the most. That's awesome. And you have immunity as well. And the other one is we have immunity, we have recovery, we have daily wellness, we have uh, calm. And we're building more. We're building more. We're partnering with other botanicals. We believe in other botanicals. We believe that Earth is our first pharmacy. So we are going back to the the Earth's ancient way to wellness is what we would call it. So we want to bring, you know, whether, whatever it might be, echinacea, ashwagandha, we want to bring those partners, those partner that with cannabis and uh, create better products for people to have natural alternatives as opposed to opiates and, and some of the other medicines that people are taking that can definitely help, but can also harm their body. So the future of Stanley Brothers USA will be CBD yeah. as a base, but yeah. it, it adding uh, CBD, things? I really view CBD as a pillar. I view cannabis as a pillar. Mushrooms will be something that we do very soon. I can't. I'm not. I can't say too much about it. It's a separate company, but it'll be a part of the Stanley Brothers. We really believe in kind of a Stanley Brothers House of Wellness, uh, which hits whether it be you know something that is frowned upon or un- misunderstood. Uh, looking at potential drug development in plants like ayahuasca. Uh, San Pedro, things that people take ceremonially. Uh, there are medicines in those. But trying to bring what we did with Charlotte's Web, the science in nature, combining those, educating people, and creating a trusted source is going to be very important. So look for cannabis to continue to roll out, mushrooms, um, and you know other products. We, we are Charlotte's Web and Little Charlotte opened the world to the earth and, and, uh, and what is what is possible and what the earth can offer us. And there's a lot of other compounds out there that we're looking to explore. That's amazing. So we'll have all the info in the show notes, but thank you so much, Jesse. And thanks everyone for listening. Have a terrific rest of the week. Thank you. Thanks again for listening to the Kara Golden Show. If you would, please give us a review and feel free to share this podcast with others who would benefit. And of course, feel free to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode of our podcast. Just a reminder that I can be found on all platforms at Kara Golden. And if you want to hear more about my journey, I hope you will have a listen 
or pick up a copy of my book, Undaunted, which I share my journey, including founding and building Hint. We are here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And thanks everyone for listening. Have a great rest of the week and 2023. And goodbye for now. Before we sign off, I want to talk to you about fear. People like to talk about fearless leaders, but achieving big goals isn't about fearlessness. Successful leaders recognize their fears and decide to deal with them head on in order to move forward. This is where my new book, Undaunted, comes in. This book is designed for anyone who wants to succeed in the face of fear, overcome doubts, and live a little undaunted. Order your copy today at undauntedthebook.com and learn how to look your doubts and doubters in the eye and achieve your dreams. For a limited time, you'll also receive a free case of Hint Water. Do you have a question for me or want to nominate an innovator to Spotlight? Send me a tweet at Kara Golden and let me know. And if you like what you heard, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. You can also follow along with me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn at Kara Golden. Golden. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.